0: Insiders! We hope your 2022 is off to a great start, and we're so happy to have you back. We're going wild and kicking off the year with the Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. Joining us today are Simon Pegg and Justina Machado, who lend their voices to Buck and Z. And then executive producer Lori Forte and director John Duncan join us for the Insider 5. This is going to be an episode for the ages. The hilarious escapades are sure to continue in this film when thrill-seeking Possum Brothers Crash and Eddie try to distance themselves from their older sister. They quickly find themselves in a bit of trouble and trapped in the Lost World. That's where they meet and are rescued by a dinosaur-hunting weasel, Buck Wild. Together, they embark on a mission to save the Lost World from dinosaur domination. From the meltdown, the dawn of the dinosaurs, the continental drift, and the collision course, I'm excited to have history's greatest tales return. And the wait is almost over. This all-new animated adventure releases this Friday, so we're going to keep it spoiler-free today. Let's get to it with the voice of Buck, Simon Pegg. Simon, welcome.
1: Pleasure to be here. Thank you very much.
0: So excited to have you here. You are a movie franchise aficionado. You've been in major franchises. I'm personally a big fan of your role in Mission Impossible, but since we're Disney fans here, we have to include an honorable mention of your work in the Star Wars franchise, The Force Awakens, and obviously here today, Ice Age. Specifically for your recurring roles, what would you say is your favorite thing about revisiting characters over the years?
1: Well, it's nice. It's it's a sort of privilege to get to, to play characters again because you get to build on what you did first of all. A lot of the time, you know, you play a character in a movie and then the movie ends and you go on to the next thing. But if you get to play a character more than once, you get to evolve that character and no more so than in Ice Age, you know, which is kind of about evolution in a way. It was a real treat to be asked to come back to play Buck again. He's, he's a character that I adore playing and, you know, I'd always have my fingers crossed that I'd be able to do it again.
0: I love it. Well, you've done it a few times now, but take us back to your origin in the Ice Age franchise. Buck Wild was introduced a few films into this franchise with Dawn of the Dinosaurs. How did the role first come to you?
1: Well, I remember I was offered the role and at the time my wife was pregnant and I I remember thinking, oh, this is a great opportunity to make a movie that I can watch with my unborn son or daughter, daughter as it turned out. And so that was kind of the reason that I took it. A lot of the films that I'd done had been more in the kind of grown-up realm and I, I felt this was a great opportunity. And so I took on the role of Buck and, and Tilly has grown up with those movies. You know, she she used to walk around with a little cuddly T-Rex, uh, baby T-Rex <laughs> from, the, from Dawn of the Dinosaurs, which she would never let go. And I had to call Laurie Forte and ask her to send me another one because she lost her, it was like apocalypse because she'd lost her baby D. It, yeah, and so it's been really lovely to to see her grow with those movies. But that was definitely the the sort of main reason I took on the role initially, you know.
0: I love that very personal. And then as we've said, revisiting the characters over the years, you're seeing your daughter kind of grow up and evolve with them. That's super, super cool. Yeah. Um, I want to ask though, what did you know about Buckwild up front? Like when you first were told about the character and then how did you shape him along the way?
1: He was pitched to me as a cross between Indiana Jones and Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now, which is a, a very <laughs> a heady mixture. <laughs> and they, the, the, the thing of obviously when you do an animation, you do the voice first and the animation comes next. So you don't, see anything of the finished piece initially. But what you do see are sketches and animatics, which are kind of rough animations to give you an idea of how the character looks and moves. And we worked for uh, the first session on getting his voice right, whether he was gonna sound a little bit more, you know, sort of uh, refined or whether he was gonna be, you know, a bit more sort of working class, which is what Buck is. And once we found the voice, we were away. And and I think it now comes so naturally to me that it feels strange to think that there was a time I didn't know what he sounded like.
0: <laughs> That's so awesome! You've become one with the character. Was it your first time voice acting?
1: I'd done a few little little things, but certainly feature film acting. Yeah. On a on a, on a I mean, Ice Age was already a phenomenon at this time. You know, we'd had the first mm-hmm. film and, and Meltdown, and they were hugely successful. And so joining something as profoundly culturally relevant, as I said, was a big deal. So it was a a huge first uh, stab for me, yes. How would
0: you compare voice acting to being on screen and what challenges you in voice acting?
1: Well, when you're on screen, obviously you have your whole physicality to rely on as well. You know, you're using not only your voice, but your facial expressions um, and your your body movements. Uh, With voice acting, it is exactly that. You're just using your voice and you're giving over everything else to the animators now they do film the sessions and i'm always i'm very active in my film sessions the 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 producers always telling me to get back on the mic because i'm always going off in different directions (laughs) so they do have some visual reference of you but you know generally speaking you have to put everything every ounce of your performance has to go into your voice and for that reason it can be very exhausting you can you get to the end of a four-hour session and you're just like Completely. Ugh. I mean, with Buck as well. I'm like, I feel like I've drunk had a thousand cups of coffee because I'm just so <laughs> kind of. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, but uh, it's it's a it's a very fun role to play.
0: He truly delivers on that high energy, and I have seen some of that footage. You really get into it, and it totally comes through in the voice of the character, and obviously on screen. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can totally see you being like, Buck has to take a break, like after. Yeah.
1: We always save the, the, if there's any screaming to do, which is obviously a lot of the time or any big noisy stuff, we save it to the end because you, know, you, you, you can generally start to feel a little bit hoarse, you know, halfway through if you overdo it and he's easy to overdo.
0: Would you say the recording process has changed though over the years? Because again, you've revisited this character, like the way you come into the booth or the way in which you record, has that evolved?
1: Well, obviously, in this instance, it, it changed dramatically because of the pandemic, because I wasn't able to go to a studio and stand in the booth. You know, I mean, the, the basic process for recording audio for voiceover is, has remained the same for many, many years. And, you know, the technologies got, got better, I guess. But for this film, for the vast majority of my work, I was here at home in a, a sort of studio that was set up for me built in my own house kind of thing they bring all the equipment and they set it up and it was different you know it was nice because i didn't have to go anywhere i suppose it was one of the positive elements of the pandemic really getting to stay at home
0: and i'm sure tilly had a lot to say and a lot of influence over this version of buck wild as well since you were at home
1: (laughs) i'll add in anywhere near
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so buck wild specifically how have you enjoyed seeing him evolve into the franchise i mean you know, a couple films now, and now he has his own movie. How does it feel to see his journey?
1: Oh, well, it's a delight. And I, you know, I did my, I did my bit in Ice Age, Dawn of the Dinosaurs, and I really loved it. And and at the end of the movie, Buck sort of stays in the lost world. And I figured, okay, that's, that, that was my Ice Age experience. And I loved it. And I, even back then, I was saying, you know, can we maybe do like a Buck movie or a Buck spinoff? Because I really love doing this part. And, I remember Laurie saying back in the day oh, you know it would have been wouldn't have been true to the character if he'd come straight out of the lost world you know we we had to leave him behind otherwise the story wouldn't have felt right and I I remember when we watched Continental Drift one of the characters one of the pirate characters has buck's knife my daughter who was watching the movie saw it and was like why does he have buck's knife what's happened to buck you know she was terrified that he'd been sort of like you know fallen <laughs> foul of these pirates so when uh collision course came about we were really relieved that buck was uh you know still thriving and was able to come topside and it was just a delight to hear that he'd be back in 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 this film
0: i love it so for the ice age adventures of buck wild what are you most excited for fans to see
1: it's great to be back in the Lost World. I think that was a lovely creation of, uh, of of the guys of the Ice Age creators just to sort of invent this world where the dinosaurs still lived, you know, because you get to have your cake and eat it. Laurie said that back in the day when they did the first movie, they spoke to sort of like experts in paleontology and archaeology. And they said, whatever you do, don't have dinosaurs and Ice Age era characters together. And they found a way to do it, you know. and um, And so that's a really lovely thing. But also... There's a whole new kind of look at the family in this. Ice Age has always been about the family dynamic. Not just blood families, but families which are mixed and, you know, sort of diverse and and the Ice Age family is absolutely that. It's all different species living together. With this movie, it's about the idea that and this is very, very key for the pandemic era. Sometimes you feel like you want to leave your family, you know? And it doesn't mean that you don't love them and it doesn't mean that your feelings for them have changed in any way. It just means that sometimes you want your own space, you know, and for Crash and Eddie, that's definitely the case. And on the other side of that, you have Buck who has decided he wants to be on his own, who learns that it's okay to go back to the people you love, you know, and it's okay to call on them for help and to to rely on them a little bit. So it's it's two sides of a similar issue in a way of of what it's like to be with and be without your family.
0: I love it. Thanks so much, Simon Pegg. We're so excited for audiences to check out this film. It was a true pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: You too. Thank you. Bye.
0: So joining us now is the voice of Z, Justina Machado. Welcome to the show, Justina. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you. Happy to have you here. And happy to see a really cool new character in this film. What can you tell us about Z? Z
2: is this fierce little mammal that is brave, courageous, adventurous,
0: vulnerable charming funny and she's a true leader i love it i love the dynamic that she brings to to help balance out buck and then eddie and crash so i love that description right there what research went into voicing your character and joining the ice age series
2: not much. You know, I mean, I was familiar with Buck's uh, voice, uh, Simon Pegg's character. Uh, I saw the original movie 20 years ago and throughout the years I've dabbled and watched little, a little bit of the movie. But I think that knowing what he sounded like and knowing what the Ice Age movies represent, it was easy. It was an easy yes. And I knew that it was just going to be a really effortless, lovely experience. And that's exactly what it was.
0: That's so interesting. That's really cool. Hearing Simon's character, like his voice, the accent and he brings to it, it's really cool that how it formed and shaped how you approached it. That's cool. I
2: love it. I love, it. I love listening to him. He's so funny.
0: <laughs> he is. You guys both are awesome in this movie though. Okay. So you personally though, if you found yourself in the lost world, what would you bring with yourself to survive?
2: Oh my God. <laughs> um, I just think I would already be dead in the lost world. I hate to say that, but I'm not. I'm not as adventurous uh, as uh, as Z. Oh my goodness, I can't even imagine myself in a situation like that. Uh, what would I bring to survive? Is that what you asked? Or would I bring to survive yeah. uh, a prayer? <laughs> Lots of prayers. And somebody, could I bring somebody with me? I'd, I'd have to bring a person, a human being, with me that can hunt and do all that stuff.
0: I love you got yourself multiple options there that's great living on a prayer in this film though as you mentioned Z she knows her stuff I I would think you in the recording booth like you could conquer all so let's kind of pivot this to Z's perspective if sure. she were to host sure. a reality show what do you think it would be like
2: I think it would be kind of like one of those reality shows where you do daring things, you know, where they have to compete, like gladiators or stuff like that, and like a survival kind of thing, Survivor, like that show. But at the end, of it, there'd be a good prize, not a silly prize. You know what I mean? <laughs> there'd be a great prize, and you know, maybe you'd learn more about yourself and you'd grow.
0: I think it would be that kind of a reality show. She'd have a good prize, but if like. Eddie and Crash were there. I'm sure like if they guest hosted on like an episode, their prize would be like maybe yeah. not as good or something. That, <laughs> yeah, that, would be, that would be a different
2: time. Yeah. Uh, when people are on hi- hiatus, they'd let them host it.
0: <laughs> Again, though, I like so much about this character that she really balances out the bunch. Like Buck, yeah, Eddie and Crash. Like she really is like, she figures it out for everybody. Yeah. Do you have any favorite scenes or lines for fans to look forward to?
2: Well, I I love the scene where she and Buck are going at it. And, you know, they start off with, I feel, and then they end up in an argument. You know, I love that. I think it's really cute. And it's a a real human experience. I like when we first meet her. Her first line's like, well, someone had to save your butt. So I chose me. I mean, right there, you know who she is. You already know who she is. You know, I'm going to do it. Somebody had to do it. And I'm the person to do it.
0: That's a great, great note to end on. I'm excited for audiences out there to meet Z in this movie. Thanks so much, Justina, for your time.
2: Thanks, Lisa. Bye.
0: Our final guests of the episode have worked on the Ice Age franchise since the beginning. Joining us to talk about their work and to take on the Insider 5 our producer Lori Forte and director John Duncan. Welcome you two to the show. Hi. Thank you.
3: Thanks for having us.
0: So I imagine it's really hard to sum up, but could you try and describe your history with this franchise that spanned 20 years now? Wow. We started on the
4: first one. All of us were, it was pretty much our first time making an animated feature together. First time director, first time at producer, first time at the studio that John was at. Everyone was a first. We were learning on it. It, it turned out pretty well, we expected, <laughs> but we never thought it would. And then flash forward to two, three, four, and five. And it was a joy to work on all of them. Honestly, a joy. We, we know the characters so well by this time. All of the movies, you know, sort of took our character and, and made them grow and expand and the families grew and expanded in our show. So it really felt like a journey that just was never ending. And now that we're on a new film, it's even more exciting because we're so protective of the franchise by this point. We want to make sure that we're true and honest to the, to the characters and to the, the sensibility of the show and to the style of it and all else. And we're so thrilled and grateful to be able to have another chance at bringing Ice Age characters to everybody.
3: You know, in, in the beginning days from that very first movie, we went from, oh my gosh, we have to figure out how to do this now. Um, So the script, it was a very challenging thing, especially back in in those days to uh, Mm -hmm. create a fully realized CG animated movie that had furry characters in a natural environment, which was a technical challenge if nothing else. And here we are 20 years later, the technology has grown where you can't tell the difference between reality and and what's make-believe, but, you know, we're still creating this world and these places that are true to the original. Yeah, it's, the look has evolved, the, the style has changed slightly over time, but they do connect and they connect through the characters and they connect through the kind of stories that we tell and they connect through, you know, just the way they look and it's unmistakable. You see a, a frame of an Ice Age movie and you say, yep, that's an Ice Age movie and, and this one's no different. So it's been really quite a, a journey through 20 years of filmmaking from those first baby steps in the very first one to where we are now.
0: I love it. And indeed, we're connecting this new film to the ones in the past with scene-stealer Buck Wilde. When did you start working on the Ice Age adventures of Buck Wilde?
4: Oh, we started developing it a while ago. We, we weren't really sure. We weren't, you know, sure when it was going to be made or when we were going to do it. But we developed it, the idea of it. I think one of the studio executives had the idea to do a show about Buck and, and the possums. And so we started developing it based on his idea. And it, it grew into what we have now. It was very easy to know that Buck was the one to center the show around once, you know, because he's just such an outlandish, larger than life character he's eccentric he's quirky he's weird but he's also lovable and funny and he's heroic and he's a swashbuckler and he's a guardian of the lost world of dinosaurs so it felt like there's so much to this character that we already know but we don't really know him and we wanted to get to know him a little better so it made sense to do that and then of course you know factor in Simon Pegg as the character of Buck and you know there's no end to how much time we want to spend with him we just wanted to have endless time with him.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think I started on it somewhere in the summer of 2020. So this has been a product of post-pandemic production, which is was interesting. But we worked our way through it and actually with animation, it's, it's doable. You know, some people actually prefer it this way. So it has its ups and downs, but, you know, it was a fun, fast-paced production and, and we just had great time all, all along the way.
0: So much to look forward to in this film. I'm so excited for everyone to get to see Buck Wilde <laughs> and all these fun adventures that he's taking on with Eddie and Crash and Z of course. Um, are you two ready to take on your own adventure with us today and take on the Insider Five?
4: Absolutely. Of course.
0: <laughs> all right, what better way to begin than with question number one. What is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? Lori, let's start with you.
4: I guess Cinderella. Cinderella, way back when, Sleeping Beauty, all of those.
0: My first cinematic experience
3: in the theater, I think, was Bedknobs and Broomsticks.
0: Love. You're invited to a Disney-themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? Beauty from Beauty
4: and the Beast for me. Absolutely, my favorite story. Love that story, love that movie. That's That sort of, that movie and Toy Story are the two movies that made me want to go into animation and tell stories like that.
3: Fab, I love it. Maybe uh, the rat and Ratatouille, because I could get away whatever I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be stealing the cheese at the party all night long.
0: Remy from Ratatouille—that's a great one, there, John. I love it. We're fans. Next question: It's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing?
3: Fair necessities from the Jungle Book.
0: <sighs> That's a classic. That is a classic. classic.
3: Great animation, funny, funny song. I, I grew up. I had a I had a LP vinyl of that record when I was growing up. when I was a little kid. Uh,
4: oh, I love that.
3: that track over and over and over. I've going to
4: say, um, you've got a friend from Toy Story because it's just so. I mean, it just has heart. It has feel. It's so part of the emotional core of the story. It's just it
0: just makes me feel good. Amazing, amazing choices. If you could only ride one ride all day at a Disney park, which would it be?
3: (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean. That ride is so amazing. When you come out and you see the battle going on, it just looks like it's a huge place in there. Oh man, that that ride is awesome.
0: (laughs) Bringing the heat there, John. All
4: right, Lori, what do you have to say to that? Um, i probably have to say Jungle Ride because I just, I, I don't travel anymore. <laughs> I really feel like I want to be somewhere else. <laughs> so that'll take me down the road. Around. Oh, the I love it. The would,
3: would be um, with Peter Pan because, again, mm. you're going flying over the city. Oh, yeah. I, I, I just love the, w- the way that you can create space in those spaces. Your imagination just fills in all the gaps. And you feel like you're 10,000 feet up and looking around the city, it's amazing.
0: I feel like I'm talking to two storytellers here right now as you transport me (laughs) into all these amazing worlds. (laughs) Okay, so for the last question of the Insider 5, here we go. Which Disney character has the best life advice and what is it?
3: Can Can I say a character from our movie?
0: You are part of the Disney family now, John. That's why we're asking you these questions. <laughs> Buck Wild is now, could be someone that, someone references it when we do these going All forward. Right. So, so yes, so, take so it on. Here's,
3: here's great life advice. From Z to Crash and Eddie, your superpowers are within you.
4: You just mm. need to find them.
0: It's powerful.
4: Oh my gosh. I'm stumped because there are just far too many to choose from. They're, my little file effects in my mind is going, flip,
0: flip, 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 flip.
4: May the force
0: be with you. Nice. I like it, Lori. Going with the classic there. (laughs) And as John, we mentioned to you, you guys are a part of the family now, the Disney family. We're so excited that we got to talk to you today all about your new film in the Ice Age franchise and then, yeah, talking about your Disney fandom. You guys really brought your A-game to that. So thank you guys so much for joining us today.
4: (laughs) Thank you so much. It was fun.
0: Thanks. Bye. That's our show. The Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild debuts exclusively on Disney Plus this Friday. So you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents. And while you're there, we'd love if you gave us a rating and review. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code CRASH. The code expires February 8th, 2022 at 11.59pm Pacific Time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, insiders, with more Disney Movie Magic.